Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 255, Godzilla vs. Kong. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Welcome, Joe. Hello, Eric. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Epic intro. <laughs> well, let's hope. <laughs> I was I was into it. That's good. <laughs> I am doing doing all right. How about you? I'm doing okay. Excellent. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think, even though people will hear this a month from now, this is the freshest movie that uh, we have done at this point. You're right. Yeah, I I know when I uh, when I when I picked this last week, I thought the movie came out uh, the day after we recorded. Yep. Uh, but uh, we record a week apart, and this episode, or this movie, came out yesterday. Yes, it did. So yeah, very, very certified fresh <laughs> in that respect. Yeah, even uh, even when I picked Wonder Woman, it was still uh, you know uh, it had come out like the week before. So yeah, uh, this is almost like we went to the movie to see it and then talk about it afterwards. Aww, <laughs> man, remember going to the movies? I do. <laughs> I miss that. Sorta. Of. <laughs> I miss I miss aspects of that. Yes. How's that? Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I'll just go ahead and say I wish I had seen this in a theater. Me too. <laughs> this this movie is the type of thing that you really sort of need to see in a theater. I feel like to get the full experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm poor, so, you know, my TV's not huge, and I don't have, you know, a fancy sound system either, so, you know, I just got what I got, and it works for most movies, but, uh, uh, it, it doesn't help this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so it it sounds like uh, sounds like you maybe weren't a huge fan. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um. So so this is the fourth movie in the MonsterVerse series. Uh, starting with the. Uh, 2014's Godzilla, uh, which had Brian Cranston in it for five minutes. Right, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm still mad at that movie. As you should be, because uh, it's just okay. It, it well, it it suckered me in. Yep, suckered with the Brian the Cranston. Yep. Uh, and then uh, that was followed by Kong Skull Island. Uh, and then uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which I think came out a year ago, year and a half ago, something like that. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and then this is this is what it's all been leading up to, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but you know, so yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, we just shared our opinions on the 2014 Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I absolutely loved Kong Skull Island. As did I. Uh, and I really enjoyed uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. I completely forgot about Godzilla King of the Monsters. <laughs> like, I started this movie, and I was like, that's kind of weird that we're going straight from Skull Island to this, and there's been, like, no, you know, no Godzilla between, you know, since 2014. That's 
I wonder how they're going to do that. And then I remembered, like, when Millie Bobby Brown showed up, I was like, oh, right. (laughs) There was another Godzilla movie, (laughs) which I know I have watched and remember literally nothing about. (laughs) Okay. I guess that solidifies your opinion on that movie. (laughs) I'm sure I enjoyed it when I watched it. I just have a terrible memory. Uh, I do, too. Uh, I do remember watching it. I did not remember that Millie Bobby Brown was in it. (laughs) I mostly remember that Millie Bobby Brown was in it uh, because of like a pre-movie thing. That always ran like th- there was a little while where Jenny and I were just going to the movies constantly because we had AMC pass or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and at the beginning or before every movie started, there was like a roundup of of all the movies that were coming out. And that was one of them. And there was always a shot of Millie Bobby Brown looking on in awe at, at Godzilla. So I remember that. Okay. <laughs> That's literally the only thing I remember. <laughs> And I think Vera Farmiga was in it, if I remember right. Yes, she is. So, hey, there we go. I I remember two things. And Kyle Chandler. That makes sense, since he's in this as well. Sort (laughs) of. There's there's a lot going on. They didn't have a ton of room for a Kyle Chandler. I guess not. (laughs) Uh, Well, I watched uh, King of the Monsters uh, probably about a month ago, two months ago. Oh, nice. Uh, Probably in preparation for, uh, you know, seeing this movie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, long before uh, you picked it, uh, and, and so you know, it's, it's relatively fresh. Again, completely forgot who you know one of the main stars of the movie is, but uh, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so much so that while watching this movie, I looked up on IMDb to, you know, I was like, did they recast that role? Because, <laughs> you know, a couple weeks ago when we did Enola Holmes, I was pretty sure that I had never really seen her in anything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's spectacular. <laughs> So, uh, so having seen that relatively recently, is there a bunch of stuff about Godzilla lore in that in that movie? Yes, there is. Okay, uh, they they do. Yeah, this movie uh, definitely relies heavily on you having seen King of the Monsters or remembering right. King of the Monsters. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, even even not remembering it, I was hanging in with this movie. Yeah. Like, like, okay, you know, right off the bat, you know, okay, Godzilla and Kong have a have an ancient blood feud or whatever. All right, let's that's fine. Let's keep going with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they they do an adequate job of of you know keeping you up to date, I guess. <laughs> Of all the developments without needing to see King of the Monsters. Uh, but uh, there's still a, just a heavy reliance on it. Yeah. Uh, mostly by... I think that is the movie that introduced all this stuff about Titans and, you know, uh, monsters fighting each other and all that nonsense. Gotcha. <laughs> let me put it to you straight. This movie is fucking nonsense. <laughs> it really is. I knew, so I knew we were into it uh, at at during the opening credits uh, when it's talking about all the Hollow Earth stuff, uh, and then and then it shows basically like a March Madness style bracket of all of the monsters that Godzilla has fought <laughs> and all of the monsters that Kong has fought, and then. They are the final two in the brackets. I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, Tournament of Monsters. Let's let's go. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, boy, the minute... The, the, the instant that they mentioned Hollow Earth. 
I had to stop the movie and laugh. <laughs> and then, oh, it took me so much willpower to just not go on Twitter and mention something about this being Neil Adams' favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of him every single time it came up. And friends, it comes up a lot. <laughs> and it makes no sense. None at all. What? <laughs> oh, I truly and honestly think that this is in the top five dumbest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> It's definitely top five Hollow Earth movies that I've seen. It's maybe the number one. I'm not sure. <laughs> and the Land of the Lost is pretty high up there. Yeah, I've never seen that, and I've never yeah. seen Journey to the Center of the Earth. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, this is yeah, this, this movie is is utter nonsense. <laughs> but. I don't think it really deterred me from enjoying it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it did me either. Like, there's there's some stuff that I thought was kind of slow, a little bit. Um, but but otherwise, you know, I I was I was invested. I was invested in Kong's success. <laughs> yes, like they they did a really good job of of making him setting him up as sort of the hero of the movie. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, you, if, if you're on Twitter, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, Team Kong, Team, Team Godzilla, uh, this yeah. movie is 100% on Kong's side throughout. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we get the headline at the beginning that, uh, that Godzilla is no longer the Titan savior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Which made me laugh, like, what they thought. <laughs> Did they think they, this 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 monster that breathes, you know, fire or whatever is, is, you know, oh, he cares about humans. Well, you know. You idiots. He, he saved them all in the last two movies. <laughs> oh, right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb asses. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, yeah, Kong is the only character in this movie that is presented as having uh, any kind of, uh, you know, emotion or projected in any kind of sympathetic manner whatsoever. Right. He is yeah, I mean, the most human character in this movie. <laughs> what about the little deaf girl? Eh. Eh, all right. Little Miss McGuffin? Sure, Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Godzilla is basically just a force of nature, and Kong is... I mean, Kong is basically just a person. Yeah. Just a big, hairy person. He, he knows sign language, uh, you know, and, and uh, he just... Uh, yeah, all he wants to do... He's, he's the Hulk. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he's Deaf Hulk. <laughs> this is my new favorite movie in which a gorilla uses sign language, that's for sure. Sorry, Congo. Yeah, it's all right. Congo had it coming. It, you know what? It it had a good twenty five year reign or whatever <laughs> as the top gorilla sign language movie. It's 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 time. Have, have they never made a movie about Coco? They probably have. Okay, I know there's a movie called Coco. Yeah, I, I don't think that's about the gorilla. Okay, that's upsetting. <laughs> uh, it's too bad they couldn't CGI in a giant Robin Williams to be friends with Kong. <laughs> what? Robin Williams and Coco were very good friends. Were they really? Oh yeah. I, I did not know that. Oh yeah, and, and when Robin Williams died, Coco was told, and she was very very sad. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> Yikes. Can I tell you what was stressful for me uh, while watching this movie? Okay. Uh, the the first fight between Godzilla and Kong okay. uh, is largely underwater. Yeah. Underwater stuff just stresses me out. All right. 
Like I just the the thought of getting pulled under and not being able to get up to the top and not being able to breathe and just drowning. That that's that's you know top five fears for me for sure. I can see that for sure. I'm I'm, and, I'm sorry that you felt that way. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I I empathized with Kong during that scenario. I was like, oh man, I really hope he really hope he gets out of this. Well, um, um, uh, he did. Spoiler. (laughs) I knew he would. It was like 40 minutes into the movie. There was way too much movie left. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's a little disappointing that, uh, you know, that's, you know, uh, that the rest of the movie wasn't just them fighting, but whatever. (laughs) It kind of, it almost seemed like it was going to be. I know, right? I mean, yeah, that would, that would have been amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what, you think that would have been too much? Maybe a little bit. For an hour and 20 minutes straight of <laughs> Kong and Godzilla fighting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just just quick flash forward to, to the end battle uh, where they basically destroy Hong Kong. Yes, uh, I I had flashes of Man of Steel occasionally while watching that. I absolutely did too. Uh, but but it like uh, maybe it's the fact that I saw Man of Steel on the big screen and also sat like five rows back from the front because those were the only seats available. Uh, but like the battle scenes towards the end of Man of Steel, like, made me nauseous. Yeah. Uh, but mostly I believe it's because of just, you know, the characterization angle of it. Uh, right. Whereas with this, I, like, you know, I thought about Man of Steel, but it didn't make me feel like that did. Uh, and I wonder, is it just because you know, here are these two inhuman monsters just, you know, spoiler, three uh, inhuman right. monsters <laughs> just, you know, destroying each other and just the city. And, you know, other than Kong, they have no real humanity to them. <laughs> that could be. Yeah, I, I had that thought as well. Like the the scale. I think, yeah, part of it might just be the scale because you know superman and zod and all the kryptonians are just human scale right uh but you know with with giants like godzilla and kong and the the third monster uh you know every everything feels a little smaller there is there is one shot uh during that fight of civilians on the ground running away Mm -hmm. there's one and one and only one shot (laughs) And it lasts about two seconds. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there might actually be two. Okay, uh, I, I must have blinked during the other one. Yeah, I mean, they're both, yeah, blink and you miss them. Uh, but, uh, uh, so I watched this twice. I watched this uh, last night, and then I, I watched it again uh, today just to sort of you know, keep it fresh. Sure. Uh, so yesterday, when I watched it, uh, we're just going to spoil it. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Mecha Godzilla shows up, and when he shows up, I feel like there was a shot of him from the ground up. And as I watched it, I was like, "Is it felt to me like that was the only time that happened during that scene?" Yeah, uh, but when I watched it today, then uh, I, I did see that there is a shot when Kong is like jumping through the city. Uh, that is from you know the the ground perspective. So so it does happen twice, but okay, it, it did really stand out to me when I in my first viewing that that it was only for a split second when Mecha Godzilla shows up. Gotcha. <laughs> Whereas everything else felt like it had been like you know. Eye level with Kong and Godzilla, or you know, a bird's eye view. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, I I think even even you know with with the the one shot, 
and sort of the disconnect that I felt. I still definitely had the thought as they were, you know, cr- crashing into buildings and and axes getting thrown <laughs> and and Godzilla just firing his 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 flame breath everywhere. Right. Like, oh man, millions of people are dying. Oh yeah. During this, Hong Kong does not exist after this movie. Yeah, it does. Oh no, there goes Hong Kong. <laughs> it is a little upsetting that it did not take place in Tokyo. Not I gonna know. lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It also makes me wonder. So, is every building in Hong Kong just lined with neon? I think so. Yeah. Okay. They, they must be. <laughs> I mean, those the the heaves are are definitely something something about those you know there there's just random neon lining on things <laughs> in this movie. Like I don't know if it's supposed to be the energy that the the those vehicles use. Yeah. Well, they're, that they they're just straight have out it of swirling Tron. around them. <laughs> they are straight out of Tron. Tron or like they, I actually thought of Blade Runner. <laughs> when I saw those, and there, there's a couple points where the music reminded me a lot of Blade Runner too, so I don't know if that was on purpose. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like like there were just. Uh, uh, I, I will say, you know, uh, so so part of the. I don't want to say family because it is an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Like, like it is just absolutely the definition of turn off your brain fun. Absolutely. Uh, but I think what stops it from being good, like Kong Skull Island is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I know you don't remember watching it, but... <laughs> I think King of the Monsters is also good because it has like actual human characters that are, you know, memorable. And again, I know you don't remember them. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take your word for it. But like, like I think Vera Farmiga's character in, uh, uh, King of the Monsters was good. And I mean, Skull Island, the movie is good, but the fact that John C. Riley is in it and he pushes that movie into great. <laughs> he really does. He's shockingly just heartbreaking yeah. in that movie. Uh, but also hilarious, too. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I mean, even like, you know, Mark Evan Jackson in that movie for like the five seconds that he's in it, like, makes kind of an impact yeah uh you know just as random comedy relief cannon fodder guy i think maybe that's that that movie has a sense of humor yeah for sure that that this movie does not no like i i can't think of any comedic you know i i think that the um the engineer guy with the podcast whose name i don't remember bernie Bernie, thank you. I think he's supposed to be comic relief. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe um, uh, Billy Bobby Brown's friend, who, was that the kid from um, Hunt for the Wilder People? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I feel like those two are, are sort of supposed to be comic relief. Yes. Um, but it didn't really work for me. <laughs> I, I feel like... For me, like uh, the the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People, I think I feel like Hunt for the Wilder People has imprinted on me so much that I can only see him as that. Sure, <laughs> and even his Deadpool two character is kind of similar enough to that that you know just gels. Yeah. Whereas this, definitely. like, I just kept expecting, you know, that foul mouthed version of him to show up and it's not him like he's you know quote unquote acting in this movie (laughs) and he basically his character has basically no personality no not at all he just gets dragged along 
I'm not sure why he's there. <laughs> uh, the the Bernie though, like, uh, he was just so over the top that it just yeah. did not work. Uh, there yeah. was one line of his that it did make me laugh, like genuinely. Uh, but I, I feel like it was just because it was sort of meta. <laughs> uh, when when the trio somehow make it to Hong Kong via underground monorail? Yeah, we're going to come back to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they wind up in like the uh, the testing pit. Uh, and he just looks around and he's like, this is so big and so stupid. <laughs> it made me genuinely guffaw. <laughs> that is a pretty good encapsulation of the movie. Uh, but yeah, that underground monorail. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I don't know. <laughs> That's that's really all I have to say about it, is what the fuck. There's so much in this movie that's just what the fuck. <laughs> the, the fact that there's a hollow earth, and they've already built a portal to it in the Antarctic. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, and, boy. And special flying cars to get there, because the gravity inverts... <laughs> I guess I don't I don't understand so like I want to try to 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 understand it but I also really don't because I don't care yeah <laughs> it's just it is absolute nonsense no, yeah this whole movie is just full of dumb bullshit <laughs> it's like you know like like when i watch a comic book movie uh like like it's happened to me like when i saw batman begins or like the first x-men movie and it gets to like the unveiling of like you know like in batman begins rachel ghoul's ultimate plot or magneto's ultimate plot in in the first x-men and it's like i've been along with this ride you know, all this time. And, and, you know, I know these characters from the source material and, and I've seen them adapted into different things, but for whatever reason, like once like those big plots get unveiled by those characters, it makes me stop and think, boy, this is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole movie is that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every line, every new revelation, every plot, you know, change or twist or whatever, progression, it just all says, I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) The the movie starts with Kong in some sort of Hunger Games style (laughs) cage, I guess. I don't. And then it goes to the opening credits about the Hollow Earth and the Monster Tournament. What? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> like I, I can hang in there. Yeah. I, and I, I feel like I hung in there pretty well yeah, with this. Yeah. <laughs> but it is ridiculous nonsense. It, it absolutely is. <laughs> uh, and, and all the the characters they they just they all make the dumbest choices Mm -hmm. (laughs) just you know every time every single human character has to make a decision they make the worst one (laughs) 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 and i think that's where the movie fails for me is that you know and at least in in skull island for sure there are memorable human characters a buffer because you can't have a two hour movie of just monsters fighting <laughs> right <laughs> and people always complain about the human characters in like Godzilla movies but you know they're never gonna go away <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you just can't have it but you know 
and, and it's weird, you know, when you watch a movie like this where you see so many pretty good actors in a movie where they ultimately don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, I really, I really like Rebecca Hall. Uh, I wish she had had something to do in the movie. <laughs> yeah, she really does not. Uh, I mean, this this movie, I don't, I don't think this movie passes the Bechtel test. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, you know, there, there's three black characters, and only one of them has a name, and you couldn't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's just because I have a terrible memory. Well, I know sure. he says his. He says his name constantly, and I think he wears a name tag <laughs> yep. throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just dumb. It's fine. But, I mean, he is literally the only one with lines that has a name. Like, Lance yeah. Reddick shows up as unnamed guy that talks to Kyle Chandler for a minute. He has he has a name in the credits. <laughs> does he? I think so. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm sure... I remember seeing it and being like, oh, he had a name. Yeah. I know he gets sire billing than Kyle Chandler in this movie. <laughs> right. Man, what a total waste of both Lance Reddick and Kyle Chandler. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, and especially since, you know, Kyle's character was sort of one of the main focuses of, you know, uh, King of the Monsters. To, to see him relegated to glorified cameo. <laughs> yeah. And I understand. You, you got a lot going on. You got to somehow introduce Kong into the equation. But did we really need uh, Eric from True Blood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wrote the crazy book about the Hollower. <laughs> you got to have him. <laughs> he's, he's the guy who knows what's happening. Sure. <laughs> you're absolutely right though they could very easily have just combined his character with rebecca hall's character yeah yeah absolutely yeah he he serves very little purpose yeah. <laughs> um also i just want to bring up that kyle chandler was also in the peter jackson remake of uh, king kong Oh, was he really? And I find it very disappointing that uh, they have not tied in the fact that, like, you know, he should be related to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is probably a portal to the the monster multiverse <laughs> in the Hollow Earth. <laughs> Eventually, other Kong will come through it, followed closely by Jack Black <laughs> and Kyle Chandler. I am looking forward to uh, Godzilla Flashpoint. <laughs> you mean Kong Point? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh boy. The the only yeah, like like, you know, aside from the utter nonsense of it all, uh, which I was which I was pretty well on board with, sure. I think. <laughs> Um, and, and, and the virtually non-existent human characters, uh, I did have a problem with, with some of the scales, Okay, like the, the scales of the monsters, Yeah, like, like in my mind, you know, before I started watching this, I was like, okay, so, you know, Kong can climb a building and, and, you know, he's, he's a couple stories tall and, and Godzilla knocks entire buildings over cause he's enormous. Right. But you know they're they they both are the same size throughout, even if it means that they're both changing sizes together <laughs> throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like like Kong tied up on an aircraft carrier. I I feel like you know is not the same as Kong being the same size as a skyscraper in Hong Kong. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think like, Godzilla gets smaller for that scene. Yep, yep. And and Kong gets huge for the final scene. Yep. Maybe it's part of the crazy Hollow Earth <laughs> gravity well. 
Well, when, you know, Who knows? Uh, Godzilla, you know, shoots his uh, nuclear fire breath into the ground in Hong Kong and creates a hole directly through the Earth. Yeah. Into the hollow Earth on the opposite yeah. side of where they came in from. Yeah. yeah no, that, I mean. That changed I, things, yeah. Listen, everybody knows that you can dig a hole from anywhere in the world and end up in Hong Kong. <laughs> It's true. If you just keep digging. Uh, you dig a hole to China. It's, That's you know. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Uh, there are two stupid moments <laughs> that stood out to me. I was going to say, just two? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, but uh, <laughs> th- these two really, really stood out to me as just eye-rollingly bad. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the the first is during the uh, the first battle scene between uh, Kong and Godzilla on the uh, you know uh, battleships, mm-hmm. and Kong does a leap from like you know one of the battleships to another that is reminiscent of you know John McClane jumping from Nakatomi Tower. Oh my God! I thought the same thing. <laughs> Like I wanted to see them side by side, right. <clears throat> and then that at, w- that that made me that actually did make me laugh. And then at the end of the movie, he does the shoulder pop thing like Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I have not seen Lethal Weapon, so I did not know that was that was a Lethal Weapon reference. Yep, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> And of course, in the process, you know, he knocks down a building while he's popping his shoulder in place. <laughs> of course, so, yes, the hero, the hero of the movie, yeah. the you know, eighties action hero <laughs> <laughs> that is King Kong. He is a loose cannon. <laughs> he doesn't play by the rules. It's true. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like if the movie had been that ridiculous throughout, I would have been way more on board. Yeah. Like, like there were moments like that that it just made them stand out as odd rather than just like, okay, this is just bad shit. Right. <laughs> Instead of, you know, like, yeah, the whole movie is just dumb. <laughs> but again, <laughs> highly entertaining. Yeah. We we have barely talked about Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, wh- what? <laughs> I did like. I, I feel like we've come all the way around now because you know you you start with the kaiju movies like Godzilla, and then you get a Pacific Rim. Yeah. That is sort of a play on those, and now we've got Mecha Godzilla in this movie, who is basically. One of the... I forget what the robots were called. In Pacific Rim? In Pacific Rim, yeah. Jaegers. Jaegers, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But he was basically a Jaeger. And 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 I, I don't know, I just liked the, the sort of... You know, everything comes full circle. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've never seen uh, the original Godzilla that has Mecha Godzilla in it, so I, I don't know what the that deal is. Uh, but but uh, I, I I did enjoy it. You know, yeah, it it had very uh, Pacific Rim like qualities. <laughs> you know, jacking into the robot and whatever. Right. Uh, in fact, even like the whole Hollow Earth thing, like reminded me of Pacific Rim at times. Yeah, I guess that is sort of a part of it. There's like some portal or something that the yeah. the kaiju come through. Right, right. Uh, I will say that, like, as dumb as I thought this movie is, uh, Pacific Rim 2 Uprising is still the absolute dumbest movie I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen the second one. I think we started, we may have started watching it and gotten, like, half an hour into it and turned it off. Probably for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Not worth watching. No. (laughs) Not terrible. But not worth watching. 
I did like also that there is zero explanation for how Mecha Godzilla becomes sentient yep. and functions on its own. Not at all. Just happens. Like that's perfect. Well, you know, the, after they downloaded the energy source from Hollow Earth, right, and were able to instantly replicate it. <laughs> I think that's like an NFT. Like it's all it all exists on the blockchain, and you can you know transfer it, you know from from the Hollow Earth to Hong Kong. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I still don't really understand how <laughs> NFTs work. I don't either. <laughs> I do know it's fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla, Godzilla would not be in favor of it, for nope. sure. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla is the NFT of uh, the kaiju movies. <laughs> there's, there's, your, there's your poll quote from the podcast. <laughs> Oh, write that down. Take, you can have that, Warner Brothers. There you go. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, I really enjoyed the the final fight scene. Yeah, uh, it, it was clear, and, and you could see everything that was happening, even though it did take place at night between two CGI monsters. <laughs> right, uh, but it definitely helped that uh, apparently. Every building in Hong Kong is covered in neon. Yeah. <laughs> Brightly things colored, really stood out well. You know, 80s neon. Uh, I did like well, the colors. Know. Yeah, it's it's a colorful movie. Yeah, it really is. I did, I liked the part when they go through they go through the, you know, portal to get to the Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. And and Alexander Skarsgård says something about how it's going to be the most amazing thing you'll ever see. <laughs> And then it just like cuts to black, sure. And then it looks like like a poor version of the uh, when when Ant Man shrinks really small <laughs> and goes into the the quantum realm. <laughs> a most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Maybe don't maybe don't hype that up. Yeah, quite so much. <clears throat> maybe that's why they cut to black. They were just like, let's leave it to their imaginations. The, that would have been better. Yeah. Like, and if they just hadn't shown anything at all. <laughs> you know what? And then at the, You're not at the end, they all come out and they're like, whoa, that was incredible. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but people would have bitched. <laughs> it's, they would have. Yep. They, they would have. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Duh. You know what you're getting when you watch this movie, I think. You absolutely do. I got everything I wanted from it, yeah. I think. Yeah. I would I would 100% watch this again. Yeah, it's 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 I feel like this is one of those review proof movies. Yeah. Like no matter like how many things we can pick apart from it, it still winds up being the movie that it is and that's fine right and if you wanted anything more then maybe that's on you <laughs> i agree 100 <laughs> percent. solid c plus movie yeah yeah really it is it's it's just yeah like if i uh, we we have a friend that went out to see it last night at a movie theater and uh, I hate him. Uh, <laughs> he he certainly makes choices. He does. Uh, yeah, I, you know, as much as I would love to see this in a movie theater, you know, it's 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 a bummer that I can't because I do think I would have as much as I did actually enjoy it, despite everything that I've said for the last forty five minutes. <laughs> I, I think I would have loved this movie, you know, just on a big screen surround sound absolutely uh and it's 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 a bummer that that uh you know my personal choices for safety have decided you know have, have prevented me from seeing that you know? <laughs> you know you're you're just a coward yep <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh. yeah 
but yeah, I, I I really liked this. Yeah, it was fun. You could do you could do a lot worse. Exactly. <laughs> you could do a lot better too, but you could do a lot worse for sure. I mean, <laughs> it, as far as rankings go, like I would say, this is uh, the third best of the monster movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't think. I mean, Kong Skull Island. It's just. It is an uh, just uh, fuck. What am I trying to say? Here? <laughs> uh, it, it is genuinely a great movie. Yeah, it's it's a step above the others yeah. by by a big step above the others yeah. for sure. Uh, and this is it's definitely better than the 2014 Godzilla. So, and everything is better than the 98 Godzilla. <laughs> I've never seen that one either. I saw it as a, at a Rift Tracks. <laughs> nice. Yep. <laughs> Which I would recommend as the best way to see that movie. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. <laughs> uh, anything <sighs> uh, bringing you some joy this week? Oh, uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still on my toy customizing kick, so I'm 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 enjoying that a lot. That's good. Um, oh, I did. I uh, I uh, am interviewing uh, Jeff Lemire and uh, Caitlin Yarsky about the new Black Hammer series, uh, and and I got to read the first issue of that, and it was excellent. That's... So that that probably the best thing that's happened to me this week. <laughs> I I do enjoy uh, some Black Hammer. Uh, what, what happened to Dean Ormstrom? He, uh, I believe he has some health issues. Okay. Uh, so he's, he's not doing the full, he's not doing the main series, but I, I did read he's going to do like a tie in mini series. I, I think maybe about, uh, Madam Dragonfly. Okay. Uh, so he's not gone entirely. Okay. That's good. Uh, I, I knew that, uh, cause when Black Hammer first came out, like in the, letters column or whatever they had like an interview with him and he talked about how he had literally just recovered from like severe brain injury yeah and i was just like holy fuck yeah there's a there's a documentary that the that was kickstarted recently uh, about his about his recovery um so there i think that's still in production oh oh, that's cool yeah yeah I, I will say uh, I'd never seen anything that Caitlin Yarsky had drawn before, mm-hmm. uh, and her work uh, on that first issue kind of blew me away. Okay, so it's it's really really good. All right, yeah, I've never heard of her, so but I was probably going to get it anyway because I'm uh, I buy Black Hammer stuff. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's making you happy this week? Uh, um. Yeah, not much. <laughs> uh, I I get a day off Monday, but I'm kind of okay with that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you do you get an early dismissal tomorrow? Uh, nope, nope. Ah. <clears throat> I mean, tomorrow's my day off at the church, but uh, it's oh right, my, my night on at uh, the hotel. So that's right. Yeah. So I work seven days a week. So having a day off once every couple of months. It's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Of course, then, you know, I, I also know what's going to happen is I'm going to get real fucking bored and there's uh, no one to hang out with and nothing to do because ah, <laughs> the world. I'm sorry. Not your fault. Unless <laughs> you caused the virus. Oh, shit. Should I not have revealed that? <laughs> I would have kept it on the end to, to, to myself. If, yeah. let's, let's cut this part. Okay, all right. But I did I did have sex with a bat once. In Wuhan? Yeah, of course. <laughs> where else? Uh, that's where you got to have sex with bats. That's the only place where there are bat brothels in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's cut that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, you wanna you wanna pick something for next week? Sure, 
I can do that. Uh, I've got a movie that uh, I've been wanting to see for quite a while. It's it's about five years old or so. Okay. Uh, it is on Canopy. Uh, and uh, actually, hang on, because it is a foreign movie, and I, I want to find out what its country of origin is. Gotcha. Because uh, I know for sure that there are uh, names of directors and cast that I will never be able to pronounce. <laughs> uh, and also, I'm just gonna guess that you probably have never heard of it so okay that's fair uh, i'll also give you a, a short description of it okay <clears throat> riveting <laughs> <laughs> maybe to just make sure that it's still on canopy uh i checked yesterday okay because uh, i actually i thought it was on shutter uh when i checked there it was gone Gotcha. Uh, which I know you don't have Shutter, but I had to lend you a password. Aw, I appreciate that. Especially since I will no longer have Shutter in like two weeks. Uh, is it is it going away, or are you just canceling? Uh, no. So I actually upgraded for well, upgraded. Uh, but AMC Plus is a thing that exists. Okay. Uh, and uh, it it doesn't have its own separate app. Uh, but you can subscribe to it via the Roku channel or on Amazon or Apple TV or whatever. So it's like part of their system. Gotcha. Uh, but it has uh, everything from AMC, IFC, Sundance, and Shutter. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's like three bucks more a month. So uh, it's it's uh, got an ugly fucking menu, and you can't search for a goddamn thing. But uh, <laughs> it you know has everything. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, UI designers, take notes. <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> okay, here. So this is a Hungarian movie. Okay, interesting. Uh, from 2015, it is called White God. Okay. Uh, the description is 13-year-old Lily fights to protect her dog, Hagen, she is devastated when her father eventually sets Hagen uh, free on the streets. Uh, still innocently believing love can conquer any difficulty, Lily sets out to find her dog and save him. Oh. So I'm, I'm worried how I'm going to react to this movie. I'm a little worried too, but uh, I'm forcing <laughs> it on you anyway. <laughs> All right, White God. Yes. Of course, a movie about Christianity. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, but uh, set yourself up for some uh, reading and some uh, heartbreak. Just like Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. Perfect. I'm on a streak. <laughs> you, had a, you had an Enola Holmes in there and a Mulholland Drive. That's true. <laughs> uh, I'm, All right. Uh, All righty. Uh, so, yes, next week, White God. It's on Canopy. Go watch it. Uh, come back and listen to us uh, do whatever this is to it. Excellent. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.